Welcome to The Grind, a podcast about the church planting process and missional strategies to make disciples of all nations. Coming to you from the offices of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here are your hosts, Dave McClung and Chad Grigsby. Well, welcome back to The Grind Church Planting Podcast. We're doing a little uh, uh, special episode this week, kind of as we... Uh, look toward our ABSC annual meeting and we're going to talk about some of the church planting things that will be taking place there. And so as uh, with me, as always, is our lovely buddy Chad, Boo Winkle, uh, what other uh, crazy terms do we want to call you today? Um, a man of many names. <laughs> Yeah. And yet one mediocre personality. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you yep. get, folks, with the old grind. And uh, yep. <laughs> you, you've come Unapologetically. to expect this. Yeah, we're, we're, we're 30 episodes or so in now. And so, uh, you know, this, this is we're kind of veterans. You know, it's just kind of weird to think about this, I guess. Yeah. How many episodes of podcasting does it take to be a veteran? To be a veteran? I don't know. I mean, how I many you have to screw up, you know, before uh, uh, you get veteran status? 30? Mm-hmm. We're there. Yeah, we should we should email the the podcast the International Podcasting Federation and see. Yeah, see if we're veterans. What, uh, see if they'll give us a veteran tag. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's yeah. do it. All right. Well, as I said, we have our ABSC annual meeting coming up. Um November 6th, 7th, and 8th at First Baptist Church in Russellville, Arkansas. And so we thought we might talk about uh, a few aspects of that and why we think it's important for church planners to be there and be a part of that and what they'll uh, come away with, Uh, you know, some kind of exciting things about church planning that'll be going on at that event. And Mm -hmm. so... uh, So it's just going to be me and Chad today chatting. And uh, so... Sorry, but uh, we're all you got today. Yeah, condolences. Yeah, it's. We'll just go ahead and apologize right now for wasting your time. And uh, <laughs> you could. Should we give? Should we give like a five second like pause to let people turn it off? Maybe. You. I mean, you could be watching Stranger Things too right now. You know. Yeah, so, that's right. uh, uh, which is absolutely awesome, by the way. And so, uh, if you're a fan of '80s kind of scary stuff which i am and uh or you could be gearing up to watch well no there's not a world series game tonight they're off tonight no so uh uh, after the marathon last night uh what a game it was crazy did you watch it all it's been i fell asleep at 9 30 so no oh okay uh, yeah (laughs) i finally went to bed 11 30 and i thought good grief this thing's going on forever and so yeah i mean you talk about clutch hitting just ah man so so good so yeah. good it was one of the best games yeah. i've ever seen I, I slept through the the best world series game ever yeah so, jose you know. altuve <laughs> if you're listening he's a man child <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> yeah mvp hands down nobody else should ever be even considered i mean that guy just i mean mm. every time i watch him just the way he plays the game always smiling just always hustling uh that guy that guy's a baller man love yep, watching fun him to play. watch yeah yeah sure is yeah sure is okay so here's what we're going to talk about um we're going to jump in with kind of some of our favorite parts of our annual meeting every year about uh i'd say about four or five years ago 
about five years ago, I guess, our uh, ABSC annual meeting made a big shift um, in kind of tone and focus and really moved away from uh, a lot more business. I mean, there's some business that still takes place, some things that, you know, reports that got to be shared and, you know, got to account for the money that has been given you know, to each agency and team and all that stuff. And But it, it made a shift to a much more uh, worshipful environment, much more driven by uh, testimonies of what God is doing in Arkansas. The sermons took on a different flavor. The, the worship took on a different flavor. And the testimonies and prayer times sprinkled throughout uh, just really changed the tone of that annual meeting. It's no longer what you thought it was, uh, if I can say yeah. it that way. Um, and so as a part of that, because, uh, you know, church planting team, you know, with our church plants, you know, have so many you know just transformation stories and you know kingdom kind of stories it's really taken on there's a lot of church planting flavor you know throughout the the annual meeting uh every year now and and even more so this year as we'll talk about here in just a little bit but uh so so if you're thinking about coming or you know interested in coming but you didn't want to come to a big business meeting it is not that anymore and uh and i think that i think there are a lot of folks that would would share that but uh but that's been going on for about five years now so uh so that's one of my favorite parts about the annual meeting is the you know the relationships and networking that can take place there the you know the preaching's always good the worship's always good the testimonies of what god is doing in, in arkansas across the teams at the absc just some amazing things and uh and particularly with strong emphasis on mission and church planning throughout. Uh, there'll be Send City panels. There'll be Young Leaders panels, church planning dinners, you know, celebration testimonies, what God's doing. I mean, it's just, it really is a, an incredible worshipful time. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have to say um, my favorite part of every year, and it's not a part necessarily, but it's a day, you know, I love the the stories and the agencies and stuff, but Monday is really my favorite day. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the preaching, it's the pastors' conference, it's the young leaders panel, which um, I think I was a part of one year. Uh, I think uh, you were a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, and and I've enjoyed going to those, being a part of those. Uh, it was it was a couple of years ago that uh, actually um, Ben Mandrell, I think, was on the panel, for the church planner in Denver, Colorado. And he said, "Why we were at, somebody was asking why plant in Denver?" And he said, "We we had gotten to where we for we were maintenancing the aquarium, forgetting that Jesus has called us to be fishers of men." Yeah. And that was like the best. It was like the best quote ever. Yeah. Uh, and I've never forgotten that. You and, and and shared it a lot. And uh, and so then with the kind of the the start of the the church planting dinner on Monday night. Uh, I think it just adds like another flavor. So Monday, you know, all the other days are great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's hard to beat Monday uh, for all the fun things going on there. So. Yeah. Monday is my busiest day. 
And, yeah, so uh, you hate it. You no, hate it the most. No, I, I, I love it. I mean, it's, there's just there's just no stopping on Mondays. Right. And, uh, and, I, and I do try and get in and, and hear some of the preaching, but typically I'm either setting up for the Young Leaders panel or tearing down from the Young Leaders panel and then getting ready for the church planning dinner or tearing down from the church planning dinner. And uh, so, yeah, usually by the end of the day on Monday, my voice is about gone and because mm-hmm. uh, I, I talk nonstop you know monday uh just hallway conversations and uh panel all that good stuff so but yeah monday's my favorite day as well because it is all preaching and and worship and uh and so then the business starts a little bit on tuesday but uh but not like it, it used to be and uh, right 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 yeah, very different very different flavor mm-hmm. so chad what have been some of your biggest takeaways from the annual meeting over the <laughs> years well, I I mentioned the Ben Mandrell quote. That's probably number one uh, for me. Just just uh, you know, what would take a guy from a great salary, great church in his thirties, you know, to to go plant a church? We all know there's a lot of money in church planting. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, what would cause a guy to do that? And to hear him say, <clears throat> really, churching about maintenance and aquarium, but being fishers of men was just huge. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was a big takeaway. Uh, for me, I, I think uh, one of the things I kind of like the most about it, and 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 one of the things I take away the most is I usually connect with somebody I've never connected with before. Yeah, and, and that that connection either leads to a friendship or a partnership or or some type of relationship. Uh, one of those was a few years ago when Ben Phillips was sharing about teach faith at home. And we actually had Ben come to Compass where I was pastoring at the time. And he did, you know, two or three Sundays with us doing Teach Faith at Home. And I never would have known that Ben did that had I not been at the annual meeting. Yeah. So just kind of like getting an idea of the resources available, the 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 personnel that could assist your church. That was very eye-opening. And something that I think really changed the course of our church to kind of try to get discipleship into the home versus in you know into the church or whatever yeah yeah so yeah a couple of highlights the you know just the networking you know is always a highlight for me uh, of course I, I like people and like hanging out with people and and so the hallway conversations are invaluable you know for me uh-huh. I, yeah uh-huh. i walk out of the annual meeting every year with you know four or five new church planning prospects or church partners every year. I mean, it's just, you know, and some of them pan out, some of them don't, but the, the conversations that happen there, you know, mm-hmm. the, the young leaders panel is always a lot of fun, you know, for me, cause it's a, a chance to have a conversation about a topic that, uh, you know, last year we talked about kind of the, uh, unforgiving nature of a pastoral culture and, and how mm-hmm. so many of our churches, you know, have unhealthy expectations of the pastor and there's, you know, no place for pastor to unpack and be real and genuine. And, you know, that was a needed conversation. You know, we've had a year before that was just leadership and, you know, how to identify leaders, develop leaders, release leaders. You know, that's a very important conversation. Uh, this year, I think no less, same kind of thing. We're going to dive into cross-cultural engagement. And, uh, um, you know, just, you know, we know that, racism and classism and all that stuff exists in our country but it should never exist in the church uh-huh. and, and i don't care who you are what justification you can you can give there is no justification for any of that stuff having a foothold in the church 
And, uh, and so we're going to kind of dive into that. You know, how to, if, if you want to engage your community and your community doesn't look like you think like you, how do you do that? Yeah. So, so we're gonna have some guys that, that, uh, um, you know, are a couple of African-American guys that are gifted and in, in multi-ethnic churches, reaching a multi-ethnic community. Uh, one of them has particular, uh, Jamar Andrews has particular experience in, uh, uh, cross-cultural relation with Muslims. Um, we've got uh, another guy, Jamie Naramore, who's just come on staff with us, who is, um, uh, working on people group info in Arkansas, international people groups. You know, we've found 120 different people groups that are in Arkansas, um, you know, of which 30, 32 are unreached, uh, 30, 32 are unreached, unengaged. And so, uh, so how do we bridge those you know, language and international gaps. Uh, also got uh, a guy named Danny Torres, who's going to be on the panel. He's been on our podcast before, church planner in New York. And, and Danny's kind of in, a, in an interesting neighborhood in Bro- uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn, to where gentrification is happening. And so he said on the podcast that it's where uh, hip-hop and hipster meet and clash. <laughs> and so, yeah. so you've got a socioeconomic kind of dynamic there that so would would that be a hopster is that a hopster sure maybe <laughs> yeah, i don't know yeah, something don't, like that i don't know uh it'd be dumb that's <laughs> what it would be and so yeah. uh but uh but yeah so we're gonna dive into that topic i mean that's always a blast and uh um so you can check out our facebook page and and uh stuff to find registration link for that and and so that, that's always a highlight. And then uh, last year we pulled all our church planners together to do a, a large church planning dinner, which I think was one of my favorite events we've ever had at our annual meeting. Yeah. And we're doing that again this year and uh, just sharing stories and yeah. connecting guys together. Just that yeah, was fun. I, I guess I should mention, I think my biggest takeaway from any annual meeting was last year in the birth of our second child i was not yes, at the annual meeting last that's right year. you were not there he he was a decent he was a decent takeaway that, that's uh, right that's right but, okay is it really a takeaway though if you weren't there <laughs> i guess not no uh, so it doesn't apply uh so what would you think dave or what would you say is some of the reasons why it's an especially important for church planters to attend and be a part of the annual meeting Chad, I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> In all seriousness, I, I think one of the big reasons is our, our established church pastors and leaders need to see your face. Um, they need to put faces and names with the co- cooperative program dollars they're giving to uh, to support church planting. And, and, you know, and here's the reality. The more they know you, the more they will support you. Uh, I mean, that's the big thing. This year we're we're doing something new, um, and I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag too much yet because we want it to kind of be a surprise and and uh, be fresh. But we're doing a, a church playing event Tuesday night where we're going to highlight some church plants, and in a way that I think will, um, you know, really put faces and names together with people so that. Church planting is not this abstract, you know, thing out on the fringes, but, you know, really puts people before our churches to see, okay, when I give to Dixie Jackson, when I give a cooperative program, uh, it's going to that guy and his family. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to support that guy and his family and that guy and his family. And, and it's not just some quote unquote, you know, lone wolf guy out here. All these guys have families that are wading into this with them. And so you're not just supporting, you know, a church planner, you're supporting a church planner and his family. And, and so it's a great time for, for our church planners to, to meet, you know, pastors and, and meet church leaders from across the state. And, and, uh, you know, there's just no substitute for, for the kind of relationship building that, that goes on there. Um, and so, so there's that. And then just, just the networking with other leaders on best practices and, yeah. you know, you know, friendships and, you know, relationships begin there that continue, you know, for years to come and, you know, yeah. to, to get a chance to sit next to somebody you don't know and, you know, meet a new church leader that, you know, you guys could be mutually beneficial you know, to one another, you know, to, to go out to eat and share a meal with some guys that you may not know. Um, there's no telling what guy could do with those kind of partnerships. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. so those are, man, those are a couple of reasons that I, I think are so important. Um, you know, church planners, if you guys, you know, for no other reason, for those two reasons, that would help you guys tremendously. Yeah. I, I actually just wrote an article, uh, posted on ABSC website, five reasons why every church planter should attend. So it just went out on social media on Monday. Uh, so planters, you should check that out. But So yep. I, won't, I won't share all of those. You mentioned a couple of them. But a couple of ideas from that that I think are important is, you know, really I think it's important for planters to see, and I've heard Dr. Tucker say this, that they belong to something bigger, that there's a bigger network that they belong to, that this is really uh, – a a movement in a sense that we belong to and the scope of the reach of, of the convention is, is, is much larger than just your church. And yep. when you see that there are, you know, disaster relief teams having impacts after hurricanes and children's home, uh, in their reach and, uh, you just get to see what's going on and then you get to just get like the pulse of the convention. Like if you're going to, if you're going to partner with uh, with with someone and be a part of it, don't you want to know what's going on, what the direction is, and yeah. and you know, and you can you you can know a little bit of that uh, without going to an annual meeting, but you you can't get all of it. You can't right. really catch the heart of it. And and then I think too, look, if you want to be a planter who speaks into the convention and has a voice on what's going on and how things are are going and and you want to be a leader you gotta you gotta be there you, you yeah. can't be a leader or speak into the process unless you're there and I, I think for planters you know that's important to them to be a part of the conversation but you you got to show up to do that yeah yeah um, that's right and i always when i went i always received a lot and i, I think when you're pouring out in your ministry so much if you don't have opportunities where you're just receiving uh, and as as much as we would like to be able to take a Caribbean vacation or or go to a conference that's halfway across the country, that's not always feasible. Right. The, the annual meeting's free. Right. You just got to get here, and and it is a good time to receive. You know, it's probably not what you would get at your conference of choice from your particular tribe. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't still receive, and you need to do that. So well, those are and, some and- ideas. And I think it's important to to branch out beyond your tribe as well. 
sure. you know, we are, you know, church planners have a tendency to be, you know, niche theologians. You know, we've got a group of pastors and leaders that we follow. And so we'll attend anything that they do. And then we don't listen to any other voices. And so yeah, we get a, a good point. We develop a very narrow focus and a very narrow kind of mindset. Um, and so, you know, this is an opportunity to hear from a wide range of people. It is not just a business meeting. Uh, you're going to get a chance to hear from Andy Addis, you know, who's planting, you know, who or took over Cross Point Church in Hutchinson, Kansas, and now has 10 campuses uh, all over Kansas. Yeah, that guy is an incredible speaker. Uh-huh. You're going to get to hear from uh, Chris Simmons, uh, African-American guy, leader in Dallas, Texas, that that is impacting South Dallas in incredible ways. Uh, you know, you're going to get to hear from Leighton Flowers, you know, who is a brilliant theological mind really wading into a lot of conversations around the atonement um and and i'm sure that will come out in his preaching you you know john metter uh and his you know passionate plea for evangelism and this is not a guy that's just saying we need to be doing this This is a guy that's doing it um and they're one of the leading baptism churches in, in the country out of texas and uh you know so to get to hear from some voices like that and then to get to hear from you know dr tucker on tuesday night you know our executive director who always gives a passionate plea for church planting yeah. uh, that we need more churches to reach more people with the gospel uh you know buddy scott quimby you know from first baptist stuttgart is leading part of the worship you know time scott's an incredible worship leader uh with a great team I, you know there's just there's so much good stuff there that you will benefit from i'll tell you one of the best messages i ever heard in, in my life came from hb charles at yes. uh at our annual meeting a couple years ago yep i remember it and uh he did uh ephesians 3 uh 20 and 21 and and i'm telling you man I, you talk about setting a room on fire yeah. uh that was also the night that carrie job was there uh you know which is an unexpected surprise you know for a lot of folks to have somebody like that you know mm-hmm. uh but i tell you hb charles is not somebody i'd ever heard preach before i'd known his name but uh man that guy was incredible yeah, i mean i still it. think back to that message mm-hmm. and wish i could preach like that so me uh, too so there's always you know jim putman you know last year uh, you know, Jim's incredible uh, and sparked a relationship with real life ministries that, you know, is continuing to this day in Post Falls, Idaho. And, and, uh, and so there, there's going to be something to catch you by surprise that will be incredibly meaningful, you know, to you. So uh, um, you need to come and be a part of that. So Chad, uh, let's wrap this thing up a little bit. You know, what are kind of some key events that, you know, that uh, happen at the annual meeting, the, think planners would particularly be interested in and we've talked about a few of them i think yeah i think we've hit all these there was the young leaders panel which i wouldn't miss uh i would miss tuesday night of the uh, right after dr tucker's message and don't miss um, dr tucker's message yep yeah that's that's what i meant uh, <laughs> and, uh hey let me um, let me say this there is there's not anybody that champions church planting more than yep. dr tucker Yep, e- every yep. year he has been an advocate from the platform 
as the executive director that we have to plant more churches guys if you know if you want to know what he thinks about church planting you need to come hear him preach the annual meeting and realize that you have got a friend in our executive director uh it's not lip service uh every year he has challenged our folks that we need to be planting more churches so yeah carry on i'm sorry no you're good um i think that was it you know i mean (laughs) Uh, there's uh, you might know of other events we haven't previously mentioned in this conversation. What do you what do you have on tap? Well, I think we've hit them. I mean, the pastors' okay. conference is always good. The young right. leaders' panels at lunch on Monday. Uh, yep. Church planning dinners at dinner on Monday evening. Uh, we're doing a presentation on uh, kind of what's going on in the Delta, church planning okay. wise, mm-hmm. mission wise, and uh, which will kind of tell the Delta story. That's going to be a a cool. Uh, presentation on Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, guys, I'm telling you, what has happened in the Delta is historic. And, uh, you know, God is up to something. And it would be just like him to spark revival in Arkansas from West Helena. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unlikely place, unlikely people, uh, incredible movement of God. And I, I think we're seeing the beginnings of that. So you get to kind of hear that story you know, Tuesday, you know, afternoon. Um, you know, so those are some of the big things, you know, going on that, uh, particularly pertain to church planting. Yep. And, um, so, uh, not counting all the lunches and dinners and hallway conversations that take place. Oh, and we will be broad or broadcasting. We will be podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, all the broadcast journalists across the, the country just cringed <laughs> as I, I lumped us in with them. Uh, so, uh, no, we're going to be uh, uh, doing some podcasting while we're there with a uh, studio audience. Uh, so stay tuned for that. There'll be a schedule posted. We'll have a table set up uh, in a room where we'll do that and uh, schedule posted uh, for that. And uh, so we'll want some of you guys to come join us, be a part of that, to give a little more live feel to the podcast. Be the first time we've done that. So uh, uh, it may work. It may uh, fail miserably. And so, or it may just be mediocre like the rest of our podcast. Yeah. The good news is, is once you listen to the podcast from the end of meeting, you won't know who's there. It could be our empty room. It'll still be the same podcast. So. Yeah, it'll be Chad and I laughing in the background, trying to make it sound like somebody's listening to us. That's right. So. We're adding laugh tracks to it. <laughs> yeah, so. That's right. And because uh, people yeah. were hilarious. Well, so yeah. at least we think we are. So yeah, that's know. right. That's right. Nobody else does, but we yeah. not even yeah. our wives think we're funny. It's true. So yeah, you know, we we did marry up, and that's what happens when you marry high class <laughs> gals like we did. They don't like Amen. our lowbrow humor. So anyway, uh, so so yeah, that's going to be fun, and uh, so come be a part of that. And uh, there'll be schedules posted, you know, for for when we're going to do those podcasts. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun, and uh, kind of yeah. excited to, to do that with a with an audience in the background. That that could yeah. get out of hand real quick, though. Uh, we start kind of feeding off the crew that's there, because the be crew fun. that would be It'd in the room are a bunch of knuckleheads. And uh, well, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll so, be fun. Yeah. We'll have a good time with it. The whole thing's going to be just a blast. Yeah. Just come hang out with us. You know. Let's... Yeah, absolutely. First Baptist got a, you know, kind of great new worship 
environment, uh, new worship center there and uh, really great facilities there. Uh, man, Greg Sykes has done an incredible job there. And uh-huh. uh, so we're excited they're hosting it. So that'd be a great environment for worship and preaching and relationship building. And so, uh, so it's going to be a fun time. So y'all come join us and uh, uh, we'll be hanging out for three days down there or two and a half days yeah. down there. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, there's going to be a send city panel too on Monday as a part of the okay. pastor's conference at Greg's leading. Awesome. So our, our buddy, uh, Georg Royce, uh, <laughs> uh, as Chad always calls him, uh, George uh, Ross and Dean George. Folks and Danny Torres, our buddy from New York and Jeremy Ayat from San Diego will be there. Be doing a panel. That'll be them. fantastic. Yeah, that'll be that's a good career, guys. Mm-hmm. So come check that out. And usually, be out. usually too, there's a pickup basketball game. Yeah, that, the BCM that, guys. Yeah, that Cole <laughs> Pinnock normally organizes. So if you're wanting to torture yourself with exercise, come on down. Yeah, I'm way too old for that. I did it a couple yeah. of years ago, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, an, that's a can't miss opportunity. That is a can't miss opportunity to look like a fool on a basketball court. Yeah. Especially with T. Zigway out there. T. A. T. and Jared Farley are the only good people. The rest those, of us are just those imitators. guys are no joke. They are. Yeah, no we, joke I told though. Jared this year that he and T. have to play on one side of the court, and the rest of us on the other, and we're just going to let them do one on one. And or it could just be everybody against Jared and T. Ooh. Now there's an idea right there. That is intriguing. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, because everything right. T. throws up is going in. It's just going to. And uh, it's crazy who can play so all right well guys thanks so much for uh putting up with our rambling here about our absc annual meeting we're excited about it. it's gonna be a lot of fun always is every year and uh come hang out with us come check it out and uh gonna be a blast and uh lots of opportunities to connect to network to to grow spiritually to build new relationships uh and to come hang out with chad and I. so which is really important what else could you want? Because where Chad and I are gathered together, the Lord is there as well. Well, two or more, Dave. I guess it counts for us, That's too. That's right. We, we count for two. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, of course, that has nothing to do with the Lord's presence, but, you know, we'll, we'll claim it for, for that. <laughs> so I'm just going to claim that. Amen. Just going to take it and put it in my pocket and keep it. So, all right, we're out of here, and hopefully we'll see you next week. All right, he's out. Keep grinding.